0: Hare Krishna. I have a question from Ishan Das. It's a good question. He says that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, got upset with Govinda Goshtakur because uh, he had more than his daily quota of haritaki uh, nuts. Uh, meanwhile, Balabhadra Bhattacharya, when they were traveling through the uh, forest, Charikanda forest, uh, he would collect sometimes uh stock up on vegetables uh and rice uh because they were going through the jungle, so sometimes there was uh, no uh no availability uh, of uh, of food aside from maybe some fruit so he says, well, why in one case, Lord Chaitanya allowed that and in the other case uh, he was against it the uh Principle is, uh, is very instructive. Uh, and the basis is uh, that uh, the same rule may apply to somebody, but not apply to somebody else. And that depends on the individuals. Uh, it may depend on circumstances. It may depend on the judgment of those who are applying the principle, in this case, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I mean, aside from that, there's sort of the uh, sidebar that haritaki is a type of mild intoxicant that uh, you chew. And uh, it's not, uh, you know, it's a different thing than food, which you're dependent on in a certain circumstance. Uh, in other words, you can't get food. Uh, whereas, you know, haritaki is available everywhere. Okay, so uh, back to back to the principle. The principle is that uh, rules uh, have a purpose. Uh, and what is the purpose of rules and regulations? Ultimately, whether it's just moral rules, whether it's uh, Varnashram, uh, or ultimately whether it's Vaidhi Bhakti, ultimately rules are meant to bring people to become lovers of Krishna. Spontaneous lovers of Krishna. That's, that's what it's all about. So if rules don't make people lovers uh, of Krishna, then they're being wrongly applied. So then there's the question of application. And niyamagraha means that you have to know how to apply things. You can't be too loose, you can't be too strict. Yuktahara yuktachaita sakarmasu. So you have to know, Krishna says, don't eat too much, don't eat too little. Uh, so be moderate. Uh, and he also uh, gives further guidelines. Uh, so, uh, for instance, Srila Prabhupada. Uh, in a uh, meeting with devotees, uh, he told one devotee, okay, you go and preach around the world, sannyasi, and the other one is, you stay here in Vrindavan. So, similarly, Prabhupada would say that actually, uh, devotees, the the rulers, uh, is that uh, unless someone is advanced in spiritual life, they shouldn't spend more than three days in Vrindavan. That's a shastra injunction. Well, when, even when they go for Kartik, devotees stay two weeks a month in Vrindavan, and Prabhupada encouraged that. Not only that, but here we see Prabhupada telling, and he told young devotees, stay in Vrindavan. Why? Well, if they didn't stay in Vrindavan, how would he have a Krishna Balaram Mandir? So he, he wanted his Western, Western disciples. So in a certain circumstance, uh, that uh, rule uh, doesn't apply. And that then becomes the real jurisdiction uh, of the acharya, to know uh, what rules apply. Prabhupada did the same thing. uh, Women don't live in the ashram. That is not the Vedic tradition. Women live at home and they're brought up by their mothers, aunties, grandparents, and so on uh, in the real principles of Vedic life. Um, but where was Vedic life when uh, Prabhupada came to uh, 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 New York? People didn't have any Vedic life at home. They were being, uh, uh, women were being uh, trained up to become professionals, uh, not to become uh, housewives, uh, you know, everything, everything goes to loose standards. So there was no morality uh, being uh, what to speak of, uh, chanting Hare Krishna uh, into the girls. So Prabhupada then uh, allowed for Brahmacharini Ashram. Prabhupada, it was something that Prabhupada innovated. So uh, he saw, no, according to time and circumstance we need to spread Krishna consciousness. Women are doing as much as men. Uh, Therefore they also must be given protection and facility. So so very relevant. That was a, uh, a, a relevant uh, example. And we see that there are uh, many, many such uh, examples. Uh, for instance, you know, Prabhupada spoke very disparagingly in the seventh canto of Bhagavatam of sannyasis who uh, abandon the renounced order uh, and uh, get married, vanatasi. But at the same time, Prabhupada himself performed the marriage ceremony of a sannyasi who uh, wanted to get married. So again, time and uh, circumstance. Uh, And uh, it's very important for devotees to keep that in mind uh, for uh, parents, for leaders, for gurus, Uh, that uh, rules have that purpose, they have to bring people to the stage of love. And Prabhupada gave this sort of rule of thumb, he wrote this to uh, his leader, he says, you have to know how to bend devotees but don't break them. So the application of principles uh, should be enforced, but we should see, is something going to break somebody? Uh, or is it actually going to encourage him, uh, even though it may be a challenge? So when it's going to break, then then you don't do it. Prabhupada was sometimes very strict with some devotees and very lean with others. Uh, Chanaka Pandit says, Prabhupada quotes it all the time, uh, that one should uh, never be uh, lenient. I don't know whether I said lean or lenient. One should never be lenient with one's son or disciple. One should always be strict and should always chastise them. But Prabhupada didn't always chastise. There were some devotees Prabhupada never chastised. And there were other devotees Prabhupada always chastised. And there were most devotees, where Prabhupada did both. That was sort of the average. So, different principles. uh, And we have to see, we are getting the result from the rules. And we see Vaidhi Bhakti leads to spontaneous devotion and spontaneous devotion to loving devotion. It has to be a natural transition. Uh, but if rules means people give up devotional service, then it becomes a failure. Hare Krishna.